The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you along for the ride. Glad to be working alongside Nathan Miller, our producer. This is American Road Trip Talk. We'll be back with the interview right after this. In western Nebraska, Sydney used to be known as the toughest town on the tracks. Today, Sydney is home to family-owned restaurants and vibrant downtown full of unique shops. Plan your trip to Sydney and learn more at visitsydneyne.com. Make this picture perfect in Oregon's Mount Hood territory. Get into history's interactive side on the Heritage Trail. Meet baby animals on farm loops and visit vineyards on the New Wine Trail. Plan your trip today at mounthoodterritory.com. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. Are we there yet? That's not a question you'll be hearing while cruising around Nevada. That's because here in the road trip capital of the USA, that old cliche about it being the journey that matters more is actually legit. In Nevada, you can kick back in a crowdless state or national park. Gaze up at some of the nation's darkest, most star-studded skies. Meander among the world's oldest living trees. Have your breath stolen by the crystal-clear waters of Lake Tahoe. All along the way, you will find the kinds of iconic, wide-open highways where road trip dreams are made. For insider tips about Nevada road trips and unexpected Silver State destinations, Order your free Nevada magazine and visitor guide today at TravelNevada.com slash travel dash guides. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to American Road Trip Talk. This is another opportunity at holiday time, no less, to talk with Jessica Dunham. Jessica lives in Phoenix with her husband and two dogs. She has driven from Phoenix to Vermont and back again six times at last count, traversed the southwest portion of Route 66 hundreds of times, napped in leafy parks, slept in a wigwam and at a Best Western. She's camped in tents, dined at mom and pop eateries, met strangers and made friends in almost every town dotting the highway known as the Mother Road. Jessica Dunham is also the author and an updated version is now available of a book called The Open Road, 50 Best Road Trips in the USA, a wonderful travel guide. The Open Road, 50 Best Road Trips in the USA. And in the USA, ready to talk with us right now, Jessica Dunham. Jessica, so glad to have you back on American Road Trip Talk. Oh, I so appreciate you having me back. It's nice to be here. Uh, likewise, season's greetings. And let's let's go ahead and kick this off by giving you the opportunity to mention your updated version of that wonderful book of yours and where people can go get it. The Open Road came out in October, so it's still kind of hot off the press. And you can get it wherever you buy books. So Barnes & Noble, uh, Target, Amazon, local booksellers, everybody has it. 
Beautiful and continued success with your journeys and with your writings, Jessica. It is the season. And with that, I asked you to come up in arranging this interview. I asked you to come up with some highlightable places where people can go and have a great time this holiday season. And wow, did you ever come up with some great ones? We are broadcasting before we become a podcast. We broadcast live in the Seattle and Western Washington market. So how about we start in Washington State with the place that is known for its Bavarian flair? And I'm talking, of course, about Leavenworth, Washington. Do they ever have it going on right now? I mean, you really can't talk about holiday destinations without talking about Leavenworth, Washington. And this, because I am an expert on all things road trips, I love to tie like a great destination into a road trip. So if you're in Seattle, this is like an easy two hour drive to Leavenworth, even from Portland, you can do it in like five hours. So it could be half a day. And when you get there, it is like walking onto the set of a holiday movie. This Leavenworth, is a Bavarian themed town. Um, actually, the history of the town itself was it was an old mining town. And after it turned into a ghost town, they, they were like, what should we do? How do we get people here? They turned it into a Bavarian themed town. And then every Thanksgiving to February, it turns into like a holiday extravaganza. A holiday extravaganza, indeed. I've heard it referred to uh, rather sardonically, as faux Bavarian. Listen, folks, if you get the chance to go to Leavenworth, Washington, any time of year, and particularly during the holidays, don't pass up that opportunity because it is fantastic. Keep the weather in mind. I've been watching the Weather Channel, Jessica, and they got some snow, to say the least, so that has to be contended with. But when you get there, you will be rewarded. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you are coming from Seattle, this does take you over the Snoqualmie Pass. So you definitely want to be checking your weather reports before you get there. But when you do it, the whole town is lit up in Christmas lights. There's a gazebo in the town square where carolers sing and they have other live musical entertainment. And then they have the fest hall, which is where Santa is. And my favorite thing are the gingerbread houses on display from local students. And this is not just like a little, you know, gingerbread slapped together. These are elaborate architectural marvels. So you have to go just to see that. Well said. Leavenworth, Washington. Now let's go, let's go to the other side of the country here. Dollywood, a place where I've never been, Jessica. I'd love to see it someday. I'm a fan of Dolly Parton. Who isn't? Dollywood has a Smoky Mountain Christmas pageant in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I take it that you have been there. Uh, well, like you, Dolly Parton is, well, she's an idol to me. I love Dolly Parton. I love all things Dolly. And Dollywood, it's great any old time of year. But if you can get there um, during the holiday season, they've been doing this for about 12 years. They, they turn it into kind of like Leavenworth. They turn it into a, a holiday wonderland. Um, all of the rides are still open. So you can still do the Tennessee Tornado, my fave. Um, you can do all the rides. But in between, they have these amazing live Christmas shows. So what Dollywood does is they do what a lot of places do. They've got six million lights and they've got 12 foot Christmas trees. But really, you want to come here for the music and the entertainment because they have several indoor stages where they do these elaborate holiday themed productions. And as you're walking 
walking all around, there are live entertainment just in the middle of the park, whether it's singing or a whole show. So it's like Broadway <laughs> for Christmas in the Smoky Mountains. I have to wonder, Jessica, how much of a hand Dolly Parton has. I mean, it's it's Dollywood. I wonder how much creative control she exerts over that to achieve such a beautiful result. I think she's probably involved plenty. I, I don't know the answer to that. I would guess that you're right. She's probably really involved. And one of the shows that's called Heart of the Holidays actually features her direct family members too. So I think that tells you right there just how involved she is or how involved her family is. Dollywood's Smoky Mountain Christmas in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Now, here is something that, you know, if you go around any place where there's a sizable body of water, it seems there is a boat parade at Christmas time. The Christmas boat parade, the longest running in the U.S., from what I understand, Jessica, occurs. it's occurring in Newport Beach, California. I lived in Southern California for a quarter century, never got to that. And too bad for me. I really missed out on something, it seems. And I have a feeling that it gets bigger and better each year. I think the first thing people should know about the Newport Beach Boat Parade is that this year they're celebrating 115 years of doing this event. So, I mean, if you want to see a bit of nautical history uh, for the holidays, this is 115 years. And I think I read a statistic that was like the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting is only like at 90 years or something. So this is historic. And they have, of course, you know, being part of a neighborhood, a community there, if you if you're in those boats or you're just on shore watching them, you also are treated to what the neighbors are doing with lights. So they, they create this beautiful cascade of lights. It's just a wonderama of sorts, you know, it, I don't know how else to describe it, but everywhere you look, you've got these wonderful festive lights on the boats, on the homes. That entire area becomes a world unto itself, it seems. Yeah. So like if I could paint a picture for you, it's um, every sort of boat or every sort of water vessel you can imagine. So a kayak or a yacht, it doesn't matter. These are all boats of all sizes, completely decked out in lights. As they're moving through the harbor, they're moving along these gorgeous onshore estates. And so all the homes, all the people who live in these beautiful, beautiful homes, they also are decorating for the holidays. And they are actually decorating for what's called the Ring of Lights holiday competition. So they're actually doing decorations in order to win the top prize. So everywhere you look, it is a festival of lights. And you can watch the parade. You can either be on shore, um, which is what a lot of people do. You can go into a restaurant in Newport Beach Harbor, dine, watch the boats go by, or for, I think it's less than $50, you can actually um, pay to get on one of the boats and ride, you know, one of the, the bigger boats. And so you'll be able to go past all of these beautiful homes. The whole festival itself is only five days. So this would be something I would say um, you would want to make kind of a, a plan to go see it. A lot of the other um, holiday attractions around the country are usually a couple of months, you know, Thanksgiving to January, something like that. But the Newport Beach Parade of Lights is a five-day affair. So you got to get there. And it seems like there is a different size of boat that you can get on. It isn't just one boat. There are different types of experiences and priced pretty much for, it's a special event, but it's priced 
for about everybody's budget. Yes, I would say so. Like I said, if you if you want to watch it from the shore, that's typically free or, you know, the cost of a meal in a restaurant. Um, there's a couple of different good viewing points. The Marina Park, um, they actually have a big celebration on the opening night. So that's a fun place to go. But you can go to Balboa Peninsula. Um, you can go to Balboa Island. Uh, and there's a couple of beaches, too, where you can watch it for free. Or you could pay a little extra money and get on one of the boats yourself. Sounds like a great time. Let us go. Now, you're in Arizona when you're not traveling. You're on the road a lot, Jessica, but your home is in Phoenix, right? Okay, so... Um, I am in Phoenix, Arizona. Tell us then about, and I'd never heard of this before, I must confess, I'm going to learn along with our a lot of our listeners, the Polar Express Grand Canyon Railway from Williams, Arizona to Grand Canyon National Park. Wow. I will say the first time I ever went to Grand Canyon National Park, I got there via this train. Uh, you pick it up at the Grand Canyon Railway Hotel in Williams, and it takes you all the way to the National Park. But in the holiday season, they transform this train into the Polar Express based on the popular children's book story. They turn it into that for, I think there's two train rides each evening. Um, and again, this is one of those events that goes from mid-November to like, I think it's um, I think it's the night before Christmas Eve. And it's, this is great for families. So if you have little kids, what everyone does is they get decked out in their pajamas and they board the train. And then the train ride follows the story of the Polar Express. It doesn't take you all the way to the National Park. It stops at the North Pole. I'm doing air quotes, the North Pole, where Santa is waiting to greet all of the kids as they get off of the train. Um, so it is it, it, it is a truly magical experience for kids. Perfect. Santa to greet you. I mean, that's just great. And, you know, I think we have time to get into it a bit more. When it's not the Polar Express, Jessica, tell us about the Grand Canyon Railway. Their year-round operation, do they do seasonal things? What's the experience like otherwise? The Grand Canyon Railway operates year-round, and um, I like it for a couple of reasons. I like it, one, because it means that you don't have to drive your vehicle all the way into the park, so it's a much easier way to get to Grand Canyon National Park. And secondly, because... It's it sort of um, is a throwback to the like heyday of rail travel. So it feels very um, vintage. You can get different classes of cars. So if, if you wanted to pay a little bit extra, you can be in a dining car and they serve you wine and appetizers. Um, and you basically buy a round trip uh, ticket or you can buy one way. Um, a lot of people do that if maybe they're meeting friends in the Grand Canyon or hiking, you know, South Rim to North Rim. Or you can get the round trip ticket and um, there's package deals associated with the Grand Canyon Railway Hotel. And that hotel is also very much like, you know, the Fred Harvey houses of rail travel of years ago. So it, it makes you feel like you're stepping back in time a little bit. That sounds like a wonderful time any time of year. That would be great. And rail travel, you know, to be able to step back in time and enjoy it as previous generations did is a privilege, in my opinion. I remember being a teenager and traveling from L.A. to Pittsburgh on the train with a layover in Chicago. 
I wouldn't trade that experience in for anything. It was just wonderful. And it's it's not something that is easily duplicated. So when you have the chance to travel by rail, just know that you're doing something special. I think I mean, having heard you say that, I think you would love the Grand Canyon Railway because it really it's 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 in pristine condition and it is, you know, right in the town of Williams, which of course is on Route 66. And when Route 66 was first created, it followed the rails, um, the the tracks. And so I think there's just a lot of history, sort of Americana travel history all right in one little area. So I think I think you should do it. <laughs> you have until uh, Christmas Eve to get yourself there. <laughs> Polar Express, Grand Canyon Railway from Williams, Arizona to Grand Canyon National Park. Now let's go to Oklahoma. Am I pronouncing this town correctly? Chickasha, Oklahoma. And we're talking about the Chickasha leg lamp, which looks suspiciously like that atrocious lamp from a Christmas story. <laughs> I th I don't know how it's pronounced. I pronounce it Chickasha, but you know, we'll, I don't know we'll where go the, with your the version. emphasis is. <laughs> Chickasha? Fine, you know, I did not consult with the city fathers and mothers. So let's go with your version. <laughs> <laughs> so this attraction appeals to movie buffs and fans of kitschy roadside attractions, both of which I am. I am a huge movie buff. I'm especially a fan of The Christmas Story from, from 1983. It's a tradition in our house to watch that every single year. And this is a kitschy roadside attraction, if ever there was one. It's a 50-foot tall fiberglass leg woman's leg modeled after the lamp leg in the movie it's capped off with a 10 foot high fiberglass fringe lampshade and they light it up in the holiday season they also do it in july for christmas in july um so even though when you first see it it's sort of funny and you you know you want to take a selfie with it it actually has a really fascinating history which is um the story goes that there was a man, Noland James, who is a Chickasha resident. He was also a, an artist and a designer and a professor um, at the University of Oklahoma. And while he was a professor there, he made a leg lamp uh, that he had on his desk. And there was another man who worked at the university who would stop by and admire this leg lamp for years and years. And that guy went on to be a producer of the movie A Christmas Story and modeled that lamp after the one created in Chickasha. So if you look at the attraction, you can actually go to, I think it's the Chickasha Historical Society and see the original that Nolan James designed. Well, that would be something to see. Wow, Chickasha, Oklahoma, the Chickasha leg lamp. That would be excellent. And I take it there are other things going on around that. There is some pageantry involved. Yes, they have... Um, they actually kind of created this downtown square around the leg lamp <laughs> when they first uh, installed the leg lamp just just a couple years ago after Nolan James died. They did it in his honor and it was an inflatable attraction and it got a ton of tourism for people to come see it. So then they decided to do this fiberglass one. So uh, there's a little bit going on. I would say tack this on as a detour to a Route 66 trip because it's only about 40 miles south of Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. Makes sense to me. You know, we do have time to talk about 
the setting, and we're talking here about Seneca Falls, New York, the setting for It's a Wonderful Life. The, the town, uh, maybe you know more about the history, probably know more about the history than I do, Jessica, of the inspiration it was, Seneca Falls, New York, for that fantastic movie, creating a town of Bedford Falls. And just about everybody's seen the movie and they know the story, but there was an actual town that inspired it. Yeah, and that is in upstate New York, just a little bit outside of Syracuse. That is Seneca Falls. Falls. And so again, I mean, it's a wonderful life, another classic Christmas movie. I don't I don't know if you're a, a Christmas movie fan. Some people don't like them. <laughs> but it's a wonderful life is is a classic. And so Seneca Falls, um, supposedly, again, the story goes, they modeled uh the fictional town of Bedford after Seneca Falls. And so for the last 20 years, Seneca Falls has been kind of it's very meta. Uh, recreating uh, their town into Bedford and doing a whole Christmas holiday tradition to invite guests to to come be part of it. It's a wonderful life story. And I understand that there is actually a museum dedicated to the movie. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you, I mean, I feel like we could even have a whole other session where we just talk about, you know, road trips for uh, towns and that inspired movies or movies that inspired towns and with museums that showcase it all. I mean, that that would be a really fun thing. <laughs> oh, it definitely would. And I love towns that get into popular imagination in a way that excites a feeling of nostalgia. As we're looking back many decades, you know. And I think that's what a lot of you know these these places we've been talking about today like Leavenworth or Dollywood or the Polar Express what they're doing is they're they're recreating kind of a, a bit of a dream world like a Disneyland um where you can step out of your kind of day to day and be whisked away to a world of of someone else's making and it it really is it's magical and it's a bit of whimsy and it's fun to indulge in that if if not all the time, at least one time a year, right? At least one time a year, and in a way that allows an artist or a creative force to express life the way we wish it could be, or the way during this time of year it becomes that for us in a way that feels very real. That's a, the word for that is magic, to create that kind of holiday magic. And I love that you that you mentioned that it's kind of an artist expression, because I think that's also, you know, you think about Dolly Parton. She's an artist in her own right. Nolan James creating this lamp. These are all acts of art. And what these places do is welcome us into that little world for for a short time. Um, the Polar Express inspired by a book. And so I think there's a it's a beautiful marriage of art and holiday and um cheer and just a, a time to get away from it all well said jessica and while we still have time what are some tips you have right off the top of your head for people who think about making a winter road trip but maybe they're not so sure about the weather they're not so sure about what they should take with them you've done this so many times what is the best advice you can give people who plan to spend at least part of the winter on the road yeah, what immediately comes to mind was what we talked about with Leavenworth, Washington, and also to the Williams and the Grand Canyon to some extent, because they get quite a bit of snow in the winter. And I think the very first thing that I always check is um, 
you need to be checking the water, the, the weather and the snow level. And then the next thing is you need to be checking if your vehicle is going to be able to sustain it and if there are snow chains required. A lot of places, especially if you're going somewhere that's the national parks, these areas require um, a certain type of vehicle to be able to access it in snow chains. And if you don't have that vehicle or you don't have access to snow chains, I would pick another destination. I would pick uh, Dollywood, <laughs> uh, Newport Beach, someplace where you know that you can get into and out of safely. And then the second thing is I would um, really plan my lodging quite soundly um, and make sure that you know how to get there, that you're not going to be stranded on the side of the road while trying to get to your hotel or your destination. And then what I say in my book and what I always tell people is you always have your kind of emergency uh, case or pack in the back of your vehicle, which includes things like blankets and um, especially those uh, emergency blankets that keep you warm, like the marathoners wear after a race, um, snacks, water, flashlights, light bulbs, everything that you might need in case you do get stranded somewhere, in case you are in a snowstorm and you weren't expecting it. And make sure that your cell phone is charged up in case you need it. Once always. Again, <laughs> always. Jessica Dunham, D-U-N-H-A-M. Jessica Dunham, author of The Open Road, 50 Best Road Trips in the USA. Thank you so much for joining us again, Jessica. I wish you a wonderful holiday season and a great 2024. All the same to you. Thank you for having me again. This was so fun. A great pleasure. We'll do it again. Thanks, Jessica. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to American Road Trip Talk, along with Thomas and Becky Rep, co-founders of American Road Magazine. We remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American road. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine, with all your itinerary, we could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.